Oh my goodness gracious. Welcome to the Popecast. Can you hear my voice? I'm excited to talk to you guys today. What's up, world? What's up? Specifically, world is uh, United States and Belgium. What's up to my person in Belgium? Hope you guys are doing it all out there and uh, living your best lives in Belgium. In the United States, what's up? Utah, Iowa, Illinois, Florida, and Michigan. My Blowing my mind, guys. What are we doing out there? How are we doing? I am so thankful to have you guys here listening today. I'm excited to be talking to you from the warm confines of my basement. Post-Iowa derecho, last episode, I was fearful I may never speak to you guys again. We had a storm blowing in. The uh, They were hyping it up. They love to hype up the storms, the biggest storm that we've seen since the last biggest storm. Uh, it blew right through and uh, nearly a problem for us hardy iowans here fear not 70 80 mile an hour gusts whatever they were saying i noticed no destruction at at or near my property the christmas lights are on the house still and no shingles disheveled out of place but i did walk out the front door just yesterday and see that my mulch which is uh, surrounding my knockout rose bushes by the front door Lots of mulch was misplaced to the far side of the walk. And um, so, you know, we will rebuild, guys. We will. We're a hearty people here in Iowa. And, uh, you know, whatever they're doing in the weather center there, trying to sell the extra gallons of milk, they succeeded once again. You got us. So turned on the weather the night of the big storm, which was last Wednesday, if you're scoring at home. As though the big game was being broadcast on television. Uh, silenced everybody, got us all gathered around the television, flipped on the weather. And, um, you know, it was some excitement for us, you know. Lots of people seemed disappointed the next day that they were not blown away by the big windstorm. Um, but alas, alas, uh, we got all the fun of the storm and none of the, uh, none of the bad stuff. You know, so what are you going to do? Maybe we'll blow away next time and then uh, we can have some more sensational uh, topics to talk about. You know, we can only be so lucky. But, hey, we're not living in the past. We are living in the present. And right here and now is the latest episode of the Popecast where we will be talking about big news coming up in my personal life. We're about to pop out baby number three. Baby number three seems like a crazy name. Um, For a baby, doesn't it? But uh, that's what we're going to call it. We're going to go with baby number three because uh, coming up with new baby names is hard. This is a baby boy, and we don't know what to call baby boy. We don't really like any of the names out there um, that are available. You know, you got only a select few to choose from these days. Everybody's everybody's already got all the names, and uh, apparently it's taboo to just go with basic Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. These days, you know, you got to go with, I don't know, something, something trendier than that, I guess. I've been trying to pitch uh, more basic names and uh, to no avail. So we're probably going to have something wild. I'll leak the name right here. I'll leak the name right here, even though the baby may not come for as many as like two weeks. But we're preparing for any day now. And the leaders in the clubhouse, this is an exclusive, not even friends or family know this uh but now they uh you guys in the uh, pope cast um world order p 
PCWO will be privy to the names. We are going to possibly go with um, the first leader in the cub ho- clubhouse in the cub house because it's baby cub baby boy Pope is a, a little bear cub there. But um, oh yeah, I did pitch the name bear to my wife, um, and she didn't shoot it down out of hand. So the most out of the box possible name for the little cub could be bear. It uh, makes no sense to name a human baby bear. I will admit that right off the bat. But if we're discounting all the basic names and we're just going to go out of hand, crazy names, um, then I guess we're just going to go with bear. Timeless, you know, um, both cuddly and the potential to uh, rip your face off. So that's my biggest fear about popping out a baby boy is that this kid will spend his entire life training until the testosterone and the hormones are bubbling up and um i try to say that you can't you know stay out past 10 o'clock because we're leaving on a family vacation tomorrow morning and then that testosterone paired with the um the outlandish request i'm making as far as curfew goes ends up with just a uh hoot nanny an all-out throw down a brawl and by then you know i'm gonna be Probably not the strapping young lad I am today. I'm going to probably get my ass kicked by my kid um, in the future. I know that me and my dad had a wrestling match at one point when I was like in high school. So now I just assume that this happens all over the map, that um, there is this moment of truth where the young young cub now thinks he's the Papa Bear and, and everybody just uh, things get wild in the house. Mom screaming, nah, you boys, cut it out. Take that. Take it outside. You're going to hurt yourselves, whatever moms say. So anyway, Bear will probably not be the name. The name that has received most universal um, positive feedback um, amongst the small group of pretty much just me and my wife is uh, Kai, K-A-I, short and sweet. My name is Ian, short and sweet. I wouldn't name the kid Ian because it's been a pain in the ass, relatively speaking, to have the name Ian mispronounced most of my childhood back when the name Ian wasn't so top of mind. Anyway, Kai is the first name. Um, Kian, Kian sort of has a lot of the same troubles that Ian had, but my wife's name starts with a K. My name is Ian. Mash those two together, and what do you get? You get Kian. And uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Kai and Kian or Bear. So that's what we're going to go with. The young cub will be popping out here shortly. And um, I've got last say on the birth certificate. So I don't know how many of you guys have been down this road, but the wives are generally indisposed of for a little while um, after this process. They got, you know, they're down there shoveling gauze. Not right now, Mom. You hear that? I gotta. My mom heard me leaking the name on the podcast, and she called right away. So, the uh, last two kids, I didn't take any wild chances with the names, but this one, who knows? Maybe I'll be feeling a little bit wily there when I get that birth certificate, that blank form in front of me, and maybe I'll just go for something crazy. We'll see. If I do, I'll have a son named Bear soon. The uh, wildest that we're getting these days. So, I don't know. I've been out quite a bit lately and i'm kind of hunkering down been out um 
you know, various and sundry. I don't know what that saying even means. Various and sundry comedy shows. And if sundry means uh, various and shitty, then uh, that's what I mean by it. Various and sundry comedy shows that I've been performing on lately. I've been having a lot of fun doing that. I appreciate a good shitty show uh, because uh, it turns out that, like, the better that you get as a comedian, um, this is what I'm finding out, that uh, shitty show or not, you can have a lot of fun. And a small crowd, it doesn't matter. So I've been, uh, been uh, having a lot of fun doing that. But now COVID is sweeping through the lands. And um, as harmless as this modern-day COVID seems to me from a distance, someone who is not looking at any statistics but merely observing things through my anecdotal uh, lens, the um, seems pretty harmless. But it's sweeping through. Des Moines comedians turned down a uh, opportunity to be on what would have been a fun show that I would have otherwise really liked to do this past Saturday. My telltale sign to turn down this show is that I was um, an alternate fill-in for a person who was opting out because they had COVID. (laughs) So the opportunity came to me via COVID, and I turned it down because I felt like it would be pretty hard to explain bringing home COVID to a household in which our baby was about to be born, my wife being 30 billion weeks pregnant. Um, would have been a bad look. So earned some brownie points with the wife. Said, hey, uh, COVID is sweeping through the uh, comedy community, and I turned down this show as a result. So it's never easy um, to turn down a show because of just whatever sort of derangement um, infests the mind of a, uh, of a young up-and-coming comedian. So it's hard to say no whenever you're offered a microphone. But uh, alas, I have one here, and I'm talking to you beautiful people today. So the uh, the extent of my interaction of people will probably be you guys. But know that if I go um, a little bit of time without putting out a new podcast to you, it's probably as a result that I've been preoccupied um, with a young uh, with a young wee with a young wee wiener coming to join our family so i did i have noticed throughout covid throughout the past year that the uh fake customer service smile that retail employees used to have (laughs) that shit is gone they're not faking it anymore they're really not you walk into a gas station and uh they used to be you know howdy sir welcome to the quickie quick tap dance tap dance jazz hands da da smiling at you you know selling that shit a little too hard i know you people aren't so happy to be working at the gas station they really used to lay it on thick but that shit is dead and gone nowadays you walk in and nothing you call it a win if they look up from your from their phone to to even acknowledge your presence you know they're not not even pretending anymore and honestly i respect them for it truthfully but i feel awkward now you know i feel awkward i like a smile as much as the next person does i like to have a little bit of interaction but they've turned the tables on us and uh now i've defaulted to greeting them like i'm the employee (laughs) they've changed the game you know so i've uh i filled the void that has been left by the now dead and gone fake customer service smile with like my own customer service song and dance you know what i'm saying and i'm greeting these people i'm saying hi to them when they walk in when i'm checking out i'm uh you know thanking them for coming into work today 
Man, uh, even though you guys hate your boss, uh, I'm thanking you for coming into work today. Your boss is a moron, and you're not getting paid enough, but you're here. Da-da-da-da. And I thank you for selling me this slice of pizza. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Da-da-da-da. Uh, Nothing probably drives you people crazier than when an obnoxious customer comes in and sings you crazy songs. Trying to get a smile on your face, but I will not leave until you crack one. Do 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 do. So, they never crack one. They're very serious in there. You think that they were working at uh, working for government? You know, working in the uh, city hall, another place they rarely like to smile. So, they are. Uh, serious business there but when you do get a laugh when you can squeeze a laugh or a smile out of one of these customer service employees it feels good I'll tell you what because you know that they just they would rather you die than come into the gas station to purchase pizza so also I've been buying on rare occasion I've bought a couple loaves of bread from the gas station lately god damn it this bread they have to just send the bread that is like already molded but they've like somehow freeze-dried it back to life or they blast it with some sort of gas that just shakes off the mold but uh, that shit is like basically pre-toasted it feels like with how crusty it is so I've sworn off you know I should have known this you know drive the extra little bit into a real uh, real grocery store you know this is fucking edgy stuff we're talking about here today on the podcast thank you guys for tuning we're gonna do you know, a couple more minutes. I'm having fun talking to you guys slash talking to nobody right now. You know what I'm saying? So, it's tiring. It's tiring to be to be a uh, parent. I will admit it. I've done the joke a lot of times that uh, about essentially how my mom used to used to um, oversell how tough it was to be a parent. But now that I've been one for a while, I uh, let her know how completely full of shit that she used to be by telling me it was so hard. And uh, that was a false premise. It's tough. It's tougher right now because you can't go outside. That's the thing. Winter settled in. It's not even Christmas yet. We're a week shy of Christmas. It's, uh, you know, 20 degrees. It started to feel, you know, pretty warm. Um, so you even, like, take them to the park when it's 20 degrees out and they just run around. And you don't care. They got the sniffles. You don't care. You just uh, trying to wear them out, you know, because it can be a long winter spent inside. Um, with, you know, we got a four and a two-year-old, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes you just got to take a break by going in there, going in there to the bathroom, you know, going in there to the bathroom, sitting down to pee just to take a break. You know, you got to do it. I've talked about this before on the podcast, but you guys, no one has business standing to pee in their home. It's disgusting. The cloud of pee vapor. It just bubbles up out of there. I don't know how they've designed these toilet bowls, but they're not designed to stand and pee and contain all the splatter. It's gross, right? It's gross to talk about. You don't want to think about it. But you're peeing in there, and there's some sort of a pee cloud that's just bubbling up all over everyone's toothbrush. It's disgusting. I actually, um, this is how, this is how uh, mental I am. I keep my toothbrush in the closet. <laughs> my whole family thinks I'm crazy for it, but I don't uh, budge on this point. I am uh, a little psychotic about my toothbrush. I don't know why. I know it makes no sense at all, but my toothbrush is 
up on a shelf in the closet. I don't want the kids grabbing it and, you know, who knows what they would do with it. They would scrub the floor, the toilet, or, you know, any their butts. Just put it back where it, put it back where I had it, and I would n be be none the wiser. You know what I'm saying? So first and foremost, sit down to pee in your homes, guys. You got to do it. First of all, it's the only way to take a break. You got to take a break. You got to take a load off. You know what I'm saying? So they come to the door and they say, "Dad, are you pooping in there? You pooping? What are you doing in there? You've been in there for a while." So I might be, might be pooping, might be just taking the load off. Mind your business. You know, this is me time in here, I'm just honestly staring at the wall. I, my legs are numb, and uh, that's that. How, that's how we're going to end the podcast, guys. The baby's doing due soon. I hope I talk to you guys soon. Really enjoy doing these. And uh, this is your good buddy Ian from Deb Moines, Iowa, right? Signing off. Merry Christmas.